Welcome to the Steel Shot Podcast, part of the Shooting Birdies Digital Network. Got about a 400-yard par 4 here. Lost the right a little bit. That's going to make it tough. So we're just going to give it a whack. So we're going to hold our teeth here. In with a 5. Brian, say something. Hello. Oh, we didn't even test it. Sounds good. Yeah, that's what I was trying to do when I couldn't sign it. Good. Damn, Kendall, you doing a burnout? out? Oh, yeah, huh? You doing a burnout out over there? No, nah, man, I'm in my I'm in my front yard. So, like, whenever that was a big diesel truck that went by, and that's that's probably just what it sounds like. They probably have such a big hog. Yeah. Most likely. Yep. Yep, all right, so for the first time in a little while, we have all four of us together. When's the last time we had all four? Two episodes ago. Was it two episodes ago? No, three episodes ago, because Ryan wasn't here. No. Last episode, it was me, you, and Ryan. Yep. Then the episode before, episode 10, was me, you, and Kendall. So episode 9 was the last time that we were all together. So if only for the second or third time, that's for sure. Hey, real quick, I just want to give a big thank you to my fans for all the support this last week and reaching out to me and, and wishing me the love and the peace and the and the happiness and uh, missing my absence. It means a lot from from me to from me to my fans. I appreciate you. So you got one Beverly and Dana? Yeah. Also, so you got one singular text from your mother? Beverly and Dana don't listen to this. Are you kidding me? They don't care. I don't. I don't want Beverly and Dana to listen to this. Hey, Bev, if you listen and shout out you, baby. Yeah, that's not happening. Oh God! Did they have Spotify? No. Did it, Do they have cell phone service? <laughs> yes, they have cell phone service. <laughs> yeah, Bever, Beverly and Dana. Uh, they're not podcast people. They're music people. They even have a refrigerator that plays music, but uh, no, they're not on Spotify. A refrigerator? Yeah, you you heard that right. Uh, we're equipped. We're equipped now to start uh, to start recording some songs. So if you want to get serenading, we uh, we have the hookup now. Do I need to bring out my guitar? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. We, we got you. I'm learning feathered Indians right Young now. Pete. Young Ooh. Peach is on the mic. What, what else do you know? I mean, first song I learned was Tennessee Whiskey. So I know Tennessee Whiskey, <laughs> Whiskey and You, that's another Chris Stapleton one. Uh, do I want to know? Talk about a really good, talk about a really good halftime show out of that guy. I mean. You mean uh, National no, Anthem? Sorry, not a halftime show. The uh, National oh, Anthem. Oh, good Lord. Yeah, he, uh, that was Rihanna. He was, he was pretty good, man. He is. Yeah, Rihanna. Dude. Yeah, he's the best. We're not going to talk about the women power that she showed. Pregnant on the stage, flying in the air. Isn't it a little unsafe to be pregnant and up in the middle of an arena like that? Uh, do you think the air pressure is going to get to the baby? Hey, what was up no. with what happens if she had a lot? What was up with the tail thing that she was what doing? Was, like when she was dancing and had her hand behind her, was that supposed to be mimicking oh. a tail? Like what was that? 
I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. a furry. But think about it. That's our thumbnail for this video. Yeah. Um, no, like, what happens if she had, like, I was thinking about this during the halftime show. Like, what happened if she had a live birth? Like, she just, like, water broke. Like, when she was, she's, like, four months pregnant. I know. I know. But I'm saying, like, what happens if her water broke? Like, when she was all the way high, she's the only one out there, and, like, her water broke. Like, she, like, it would be, know. like, 14 hours before she had the kid. Like, they, the they would put her down and take her out. If the kid did come out, he'd be, like, the size of, like, your cell phone, maybe. No, I'm just saying, like, Let's say she's nine months pregnant. Let's yeah, say nine months pregnant, pregnant. She's not going to be doing the half time. She's out the pot. Right. She's like, but, she, but this is her last time. You know, like this is her last time. She's what? like, you know what? She's like thirty-five or something. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just saying hypotheticals here, Ryan. Okay. Fun fact: Me and Rihanna have the same birthday. Nobody cares. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> no, we're not on it. Anyway, Ryan, Ryan, is it today? Is it today or birthday, Ryan? My friends in here. I'm pretty sure no, that she's more but, than four months. So, uh, she's got to be like six or seven. Would be my guess. Yeah, she she wouldn't be selling it four months. Uh, uh, her water broke when she was up there. They would lower her down and bring her to a hospital. Right. Yeah, but what I'm saying, we're just talking hypotheticals here. Okay, she's eight months pregnant. So let's say she's eight and a half months pregnant, right? Like, she could give birth at any time. And it's the scenario, like, hey, you could do the halftime show, or you can stay at home and, like, keep it safe. And she's like, you know what? I'll Maybe this might be my last chance doing a halftime show. Maybe ever. So I'm going to take a chance. And I'm going to have this, like, I'm going to I'm gonna do this, right? And she gets freaking all toted up there. And she's, like, in the sky. And her water breaks. Is this what you were wishing for? No, I wouldn't wish this for it at all. Hey, do you, how quickly do you think childbirth happens? I thought water well, some are quicker than the others. They're not like a water break and the baby comes out like five minutes later. Like, no. No, it's hours. At least an hour. Quick, at the quickest. So what happens if she's up there? What happens if she's up there? She's up there she's up the like, she just kept going for the water break. <laughs> well, I mean, the <laughs> halftime <laughs> show was yeah. only like 20 or 30 minutes. So, like, she would... Yeah, so she could keep going. Still, probably have like twelve hours to stay. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Kendall, are you? Do you have headphones yeah. on? Why? Okay, I was just sound like crap. crap. I was just hearing us. Yeah, we're we're just echoing. It was, it was. Or at least your, you know, at least your mouth, your mouth is closer to the mic this episode. Hey, I asked y'all well, before we started how I sounded, and y'all said that I sounded good. So, well, you you sound fine. Okay. Yeah, this is sometimes like we'll talk and we can hear ourselves talk like echoey through your. Well, mind. that sounds like a you problem, so. Yeah, probably. We'll, yeah, we'll probably. figure it out. We'll fix it up. We'll make it nice and. Hey, easy. I've got an idea. Shoot. Okay, so you know how we've got HQ at the at the cabin. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, we could call the Tennessee house the embassy. The embassy, yeah, the Tennessee oh. embassy. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, all right. Y'all, I'm fine. So we yeah. have the lab, we have headquarters, and we have the embassy. What's the lab? Wow, where's where's the capital? studio? Oh, the it's capital Woodbury. The lab is also the name of the the gym where the clinic is that I work right now. So when you mm-hmm. said lab, I was like, how do you know about where I work? 
you've been there? Yeah, but yeah. yeah so, so we have we have the lab, which we're sitting in currently. Then we have the studio, and then we have wait, sorry, we have the lab. We have HQ. We have the embassy. Yeah, and then Woodbury is basically our na- our nation's it's capital. It's our home golf course. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly. Right. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> what it is. No, it's just not over complicated things. So capital is rich. Yeah, our nation's capital hey, how, is Washington D.C. How much longer do y'all think that yeah, Woodbury is going to be our home golf course? Uh, <laughs> pretty much. Yeah. What, what do you mean? I'm just saying. Like, I feel like I get an email every day with like a new like rule or like stipulation or something. I'm, I was just wondering, just curious. I think it, I think it's just like that for now because the students are there and they're playing golf. Like. And, that email we got about like avoid the students during the weekdays we've gotten that not not word for word but we've gotten that same email every year every year yeah. yeah and they should they don't mean like we can't play they just mean like hey don't hit into them don't hold them up like doing the same stuff all the time like we just we don't, we don't do anyways like, we're not we're not ever going to jump in front of a group and be like or hit into like them Unless it's on one and they're being really so, slow. So, so what you're saying is, you know, we got the big stick. In yeah, our what you're saying is, if there are Woodbury kids uh, standing on the green on one, then I probably shouldn't tee off because I've hit it on top of them before. No, have I, have I told y'all about no, that? You're good to tee off. Have, have y'all heard about that? You're good. You're good no. to tee off. Yeah, we've heard it where they were like thought you were the best golfer in the world, and you three putted for par. I yeah, did not three putt for par. I two putted for birdie. Thank you. Sure, you did. The first time I drove the green, I three putted for par. That did happen, but. Every other time that I've that's gonna be a slap in the face. Every other time that I've driven that green, though, I've two putted for birdie. I I've yet to eagle that one. Kevin, Kevin, would you rather drive the green two putt or three putt for par, yeah. or just make a birdie like straight up without like doing anything? Make special? a birdie straight up. That is a no brainer. Okay. I don't know. I feel like he would want to just be like, yeah, I drove it again. Would <laughs> you rather be 6'8 and really, really attractive and good at sports or 6'2 and just like average at everything? I, mean, I don't know if that's the thing. I'd rather drive the green in three putts for par. I've never driven the green. Yeah, but you're, I've already just yeah, but you're one under doing the second. I mean, if it's like a one time yeah, thing. One time thing. Yeah. Oh, oh if it's a one time thing, then yeah, I'll drive. Like, I would rather yeah, drive the green than birdie it, but like, if it's an every time thing, yeah, yeah, you didn't you didn't put that little detail in there. That that makes a little bit of a difference. Oh, speaking of doing cool things when the youngins are around, this is weird. I promise. <laughs> so me and Corey went to a snowshoe Monday. Uh, we were snowboarding. We had a good time. Towards the end, it was probably like one or two o'clock. They opened till four thirty. We were like, let's go check out the terrain park, and then like, well, you know, we'll go home. We'll make a couple runs down. Last words. Well, we started the terrain park and like we went down one time, hit some little jumps, and then we kind of got some confidence. Kind of got some confidence. We went down three, four, five times. By like the fifth or sixth time, we were like hitting like the big jumps like hard. Like we were, we were into it. So we came up one time, and there were two, there were four like fourteen, fifteen year olds. Two of them on either side of the big jumps, and we were we sat up at the top. We were like, all right, let's, let's wait till they leave. And they were the type where they were like, you know, on skis, like pizzing all the way down to the jumps. Oh, like, yeah. look at, like, had no business. Definitely yeah. deserved to be there. Had no business being on the terrain park at all. So we, we me and Corey sit there at the top. We're like, we'll give them, like, we'll, we'll let them clear out before we go. 
we sit there for like a minute and they just stand there talking and we're like all right let's go so me and Corey like bomb this this hill hit this big jump both of us hit it land it go down don't even check up hit the next one big land it go on and i'm sure those kids were just like Oh my god! <laughs> what was that song? Why is it like who was that? And it's so funny. Just back like two weeks ago, the people that like would hit those jumps like that, I'd look at them and be like, "Whoa, like y'all are really good. Like you're going over jumps." Now I now I see people doing it after I was doing it, and I was like, "That's not that hard." So like you're not that cool. <laughs> yeah, but that guy we saw do that backflip. Yeah, but like once you're like Sean White, looking at that guy is like, well, sure. It's like it's not that hard. It's just it's, it's, it's funny to be able to like look back and be like, just two weeks ago, I, those people hit those jumps. I'd have been like, oh wow, like you're really good. Now I'm doing the same thing, and it's like it's really not that hard. I'm over one on backflips. From the stairs, what about that one? Uh, what album was that on? That was on Somerset Mountain. It was back behind the house here. Pretty steep incline. Wait, Jake, is that when you like broke your shoulder? Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's exactly what happened. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll tell the story. So, yeah, stumble back, you know. <laughs> don't, yeah, no brutal. So, Jake was big into snowboarding with with his uncle Kevin uh, at the time, probably Keith at the time. Um, so he had these like you know crappy plastic strap in snowboard. Brought it to our house. We used to have big sledding parties back back behind the house here. This was the big um, snow year though. This was not. Yep. So what we would do is dad would take the tractor, he'd back down the hill and like make jumps at the bottom. And Jake brought his snowboard and was, you know, was like, oh, I'm, you know, I'm such a good snowboarder, I'm talking all sorts of shit. And then, so, so real quick, real quick, I was an asshole. <laughs> so I, mean, I thought I was the best at everything. So. so he, so he goes down the hill like 30 feet and falls. And we're all like, oh, you suck, you're no good. Even like his mom is like, oh, what are you doing? So Jake, I mean, I don't know what went through his head, but he gets up, he's like, I'm going to show him. <laughs> he goes That's down exactly the hill, went through my head. gets going like 25 miles an hour, probably hits this jump. He says he didn't try to do a backflip, but it looked like he tried to do a backflip. Landed like on his head and on his arm and and well, lays on the ground and is like, ah, my, arm, my arm is broken for a good like. 45 seconds to a minute. All of us are at the top of the hill. His mom, his dad, everybody just like, ah, come on, you little baby. Like, you're not hurt. Come back up the hill. And after a minute, minute and a half, I remember, I remember Chris looks back at my dad and he's like, I'll be able to go check on it. <laughs> it should have Jake, Jake had like split the top of his arm bone in half. <laughs> yeah, I'd snap my, uh, I'd snap my humerus. So it was like as high as it'll go before you get to your shoulder. And it's like to preface my fall, uh, we built the jump the night before, so it had iced over, and then right after the jump, probably like a good maybe 15 yards, there's this like deep creek mm-hmm. with a bunch of briars. So even if I landed the jump, I'm going to the briars, right? Like I was screwed either way. And when we built, or I guess when Michael's dad built the built the jump, he had left his tire tracks there from the night before. And the tire tracks were perpendicular with the slope. So when I went into it, my arm landed in one of those tire tracks and I like basically snapped it backwards and it, that crap hurt. I mean, <laughs> no kidding. Feel great. No, it was the worst feeling of my life. And my mom was like, Oh, you dislocated it. 
like dad and she was like hey Chris like try to pop it back in <laughs> I was like in the car like yanking it all around well, basically was <laughs> this, this, is, this is the funny part like I get in the car like I'm not crying I'm just like this hurts like take me to a hospital and they're like okay Jake well it's probably just dislocated and I was like I'm a stupid 11 year old I was like what does that mean and they were like that means they're gonna have to pop it back in and then I just start bawling right I'm so upset we drive to Martha Jefferson which is like a 30-ish minute drive that's when it was not the new one but like kind of closer to downtown yeah and we get there and I'm waiting in the emergency room and the lady's like so we're like what happened and my dad and mom tell him or tell her She's like, all right, well, let me go get some medication. Like, is he allergic to anything? And they were like, no, not that we know of, whatever. So they give me half of Vicodin. And I literally didn't feel anything after 10 minutes. I was on cloud nine, like high as a kite off of this half of Vicodin pill. And sure enough. Okay, like, so can I get a couple of those again? <laughs> yeah, no kidding, right? And I was, uh, I get into the x-ray room. I can't lift my arm up on the table. Like, it hurts like hell. And ended up, I think it was like five or six weeks. So I was in a sling and had broken my humerus in my left arm. And, you know, it didn't affect baseball because it's in the winter. So I came out, like I played the tournament five weeks out, a baseball tournament five weeks out. And I remember it and got hit in the left shoulder with a pitch and cried. <laughs> um, yeah, it was, it was a good time. So Fun memories. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, safe to say I don't try to do backflips anymore. Yeah. Kim, what was your worst injury ever? You know, I was just thinking about that. I've never broken a bone or anything, but I mean, probably when I tore my labrum and rotator cuff in my shoulder, which that wasn't like Mm -hmm. one, that wasn't like a traumatic injury. That was like a wear and tear. And then I made like one throw with a football and I like felt that something really wasn't right. And then it just like progressively got worse from there. But I mean, that, yeah, you, t- you toughed that out for a year or two, didn't you? Yeah, I remember I was at like a church picnic and I was throwing a football with uh, Rod Hawkins, son-in-law. And I got to where like I was throwing it as far as I could. And as like a 14 year old, that was like maybe 35, 40 yards. And I made a few. Th- yeah. Yeah. Okay. And so, like, I, that was pretty much as far as I could throw it. Like, I was launching it as far as I could, as, you know, as far as I could throw it. And uh, I made one throw, and I was like, I, I, like, heard a pop, and I was like, okay, something didn't feel good. And then I made another throw, and I felt, like, the exact same thing. And I'm like, okay, I got to stop. <clears throat> Went to my doctor at the time, and he's like, oh, it's just tendonitis. Take a couple weeks off, ice it, like, do these general exercises, and you'll be good. Well, I do what he says. I go back to like throwing a baseball. And when I go to throw a baseball, it's like super painful. So I start going to PT and they, they basically are like, start with PT. Some people are able to, to, you know, fully recover with PT. Some people, you know, if, if PT doesn't work, but so well, like we'll send you for an MRI. Did PT for like a month or two, still having pain when I threw a baseball. So then they sent me to get an MRI, showed that I had a torn labrum and rotator cuff. So went back to PT to like do what's called prehab. Um, and at this point, like it's, it's sophomore season. 
So I like didn't play a position at all sophomore year. I just DH'd. Um, got surgery before my junior year, and then was like, so that was uh, Michael. If you remember, we were at Graves July fourth, and you know I had stayed the night of July third. The night of July fourth, I had to go home right after the fireworks because I had my surgery the next day on July fifth. Interesting. So July 5th, I got my surgery and I pretty much was rehabbing it up until tryouts in February. Like I, I wasn't cleared to start throwing till like December. And then, you know, was able to try out in February and then played junior year and senior year and then played some in college. But, um, yeah, I mean, that would be it. That That's not as good of a story. I haven't had a lot of like traumatic injuries where I've like, I've never broken a bone, never like landed, had like a big injury from like landing a certain way. It's all been, all been like wear and tear stuff. Yeah. Yeah. What about you, Ryan? Use your meniscus. Uh, that's probably the one that's bothered me the most over time, but not the most painful. That still bothers me to this day. Um, Jake's up there. A few of his things have hurt me pretty bad. <laughs> I think that might be the best one of all time. I, I will go down saying that that was the funniest. I think that's the hardest I've ever laughed with um, with you guys at least. But I don't know. The most painful one I've had when I dislocated my ankle that was like momentary pain. By far the worst. The three or four hours after that, that was bad. Yeah, for for me. Is it when Seth Winkler hit you with that uh, with that toy snake? No, no, that, that's not up there. Wait, what? <laughs> yeah. Is that what is that what they call it these days? Like for no snake for no good reason. Like what? Yeah, it's like six foot long rubber snake just beat the shit out of me with it for no reason. <laughs> you have like three times my size. It's just like. What the hell is And Michael had a funny quote when he's like getting beat by this rubber snake. He goes, Do you know what whips are made of? Yeah, Seth was like, I didn't think it would hurt. I didn't think it would hurt. I was like, dude, you basically hit me with a, with a whip. Like, what the hell? Oh, yeah. Uh, but no, that's not up there for most painful. Uh, most painful, like in the moment, was probably when I broke my toe. Uh, mm-hmm. That was the worst. I uh, went to, I was, we were playing. You remember, do you, Kendall, do you remember that, like, three- or four-way soccer game we used to play in high school where, like, yeah. you'd have, like, three different teams playing at the same time? Yeah, we, we were playing that on the blue courts, and I would just went to kick the ball and just completely missed and kicked the ground. And it was one of those you, – you, you know you could tell, like, hand sport athlete from foot sport athletes in, in PE class. Yeah, that was one of the times where I did not uh, – they were like, yeah, I was a baseball player. <laughs> and it was one of those where, like, as soon as you do it, you're like – you think, like, your, your shoe's full of blood. Like you're like oh like, feels, my my foot feel my foot feels wet like I don't know this hurts so bad so I remember I go sit down um, on the far side uh, when you walk into the field houses on the left I go sit down on the far side I take my shoe off take my sock off and there's not a drop of blood and I'm just like oh god I'm like this is this is not good this is it for me um, so I, I'm sure I sat out the rest of that day then when I got home this was like a week before tryouts too for my se- my senior year of baseball. I get home, I get home, and I'm like, I'm like, I gotta, I gotta pull this out. Like it's jam. Like I, I come down here, sit, sit in front of the the wood stove, 
and I'm pulling on it, I'm bending it, it's clicking and popping, like, and you're just I, I almost pass out, like, I'm, <laughs> try, I'm trying so hard to pull it out, so I, that day, whatever, I go talk to mom and dad, and, and I can bend it, like, you know, just a little, like, tick, and mom's like, your toe's broken, like, you need to do something about it, dad's like, oh, it's not broken, like, you can move it just a little bit, like, it's not broken, toughen up, well, then after two or three weeks, I'm sitting in my living room, my feet up, trying to move my toe. I, I can't move it an inch. I look over at mom and I'm like, mom, I, I cannot move my toe. She's like, yeah, it's broken. Like I thought it was, but honestly, I, I still don't know how I didn't ever miss like a try, uh, a baseball, anything for it. Was your big toe, right? It was my big toe. Yeah. So I guess I was able to just like tie my cleats tight enough or something yeah. where it wasn't a problem. You could squat it. Yeah. I never did any of that. I didn't tell a trainer. I didn't tell a coach, whatever. I just, I just did it. And I remember Dude, it was, it was February, I, March in the year. Yeah. I remember that. And I remember you showing it to me and, I was just like, okay, that's gross. But that reminds me, there was a time where I thought that I'd, I'd shot my finger off. Mm. Yeah. So I, I was, uh, I was deer hunting and I had my crossbow. And at the time, the only oh, way yeah, that I was I able to get my crossbow up was there was like this crank where they have these two hooks that go and like latch on to the string and you crank it mm-hmm. almost like a, like a fishing pole to to pull the the string back into place well after like if you didn't end up seeing anything and you didn't want to unsh- if you didn't want to shoot it you would unload it by just kind of reversing that crank and i remember i was deer hunting and i i didn't see anything and i was about to get out of the stand and i went to like release the string and so i'm slowly cranking it back the crank breaks and like starts warping on my finger like right before I'm ready to get down and I'm like warping. Yeah. Like, I mean, that's the best way that I can explain it. It's like, so, it's <laughs> <laughs> so, so imagine like, imagine like an old Zebco, right? An old Zebco, like rod and reel. And the part that you hold on to that, that like when you're actually cranking it, imagine that that part breaks off and then the the thing that spins keeps spinning and hits your finger repeatedly several times as it's unloading. So it's like the entire torque of the of the crossbow just unloading on your finger. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure it didn't feel good. Well, well, I'm uh, like, what part do you guys hold when you crank it? I'm a left hand caster, right hand reeler. Same. Yeah, I think that's what most ladies do. Left hand caster. It's at, no, there's more people like I. Yeah, I, I really my right hand. But bait casters are all aren't they all set up basically on the right side? I don't know. No. I think bait casters are mostly set up on this side. Switch, and you can, switch, 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 you can switch them, but most people like when I, I, I always have to switch other people's because they reel left handed. I'm righty righty. I, I reel and cast left handed. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you're righty righty, so you cast right handed and reel right handed. Yep. Wow. Like, like, did you switch? Yeah, I, I have to switch it over. I'm a left hand. I'm left hand cast, right hand. Reel. I could do yeah. both. If I do a left hand cast, no. it's usually a backhand cast. Yeah, if I'm if I'm trying to be precise, I'll throw my right hand up there and like try to like get under a tree or something. This visual. <laughs> yeah, we're getting a good visual here. If y'all want to click on the video right now, it looks like you're about to like fight Darth Maul. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you're swinging a lightsaber around. Yeah, if I'm just like eating one out in the middle, how has that not been invented yet? Like legit, like a, 
Like a good one. Like I'm talking like you know sure it has. No 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 no. But they they can't like it's a flame. It's not like a we don't even have things like a plasma. We don't even have things that hot yet. I'm talking like generally. I want like a I saw a video somewhere of one it was it was not like you're thinking, it was fire. But yeah, like, it was like, really yeah, but you're not going through a five-foot-six steel door quickly with anything like that. Ryan, that's called a torch. I want a lightsaber. Yeah. <laughs> you have a, 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 a high-powered flame torch. Like, yeah. that was a lightsaber. You hear that? Yeah, we all heard it. Hopefully, Premier can edit that out. Um, I didn't hear it. And, like, they have made, like, steel rods that, like, can get really hot, but... Yeah, like when you think of a lightsaber, is what water can cut. Like yeah. those water. Oh yeah, jets. That's crazy. Yeah, but the problem is, it's like they they know how to make like a lightsaber like that, like what I'm talking about, like a a plasma beam, but it doesn't like stop. It just forever goes. You know what I mean? Like it's not obviously hot. I'm gonna call bullshit on that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious. Like, I've seen videos. Like, that's the issue. It's like, they can't, like, get it to only come out to a certain length. That's what she said. They, they can't, like, whatever the three, like, three to five foot, like, plasma beam, they can, like, make it way longer and have it, like, stretch out a long ways, but it's not, like, a true saber. No. <laughs> I don't know. Did you guys watch the Mandalorian? No. Yeah. Like they can make like a dark saber. That's that's a sword. That's a TV show. Yeah, no. A lightsaber is a fictional weapon. It's a fictional weapon. No, 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 the fictional weapon. It's it's the weapon that he uses that it gets heavier because he's like not he's not con- connected to the force or whatever. Like it's that black sword looking yeah. thing. It's like it's it's the start of the the last of the first season and the start of the second season. What happens? He gets it from Moff Gideon. Mm-hmm. I sound like such a nerd right now. Yeah, just a little bit. But oh, I mean, it's it's really good. Good. like they can make like a sword that, that's hot like that. But they yeah, can't. yeah, that's what I'm saying. They make like a steel rod that yeah, just gets really yeah, hot. Yeah. yeah. Did y'all know that so I haven't seen Star yeah. Wars in any capacity? Like, like, haven't what? seen Mandalorian. I've seen it with you that night we the movies. That's it. Like, I've never watched really? any of the Star Wars movies. I've never watched Mandalorian. Never watched any of the TV show spinoffs. Nothing ever. Dude, that's like un-American. I mean, that's a good like a date thing for you. A girl, a girl might be like, "Oh, let's watch them together." Or a guy. <laughs> yeah, whatever you're into. We'll I would totally watch it with you. <laughs> I'll, I'll freaking. I'll pop the popcorn. No, that's what that's what I'm saving for like Chipotle. I can tell the girl like I've never been to Chipotle. She's like, oh, well, let's go. Never like, been to Chipotle. Chipotle. I have been into a Chipotle. I've never eaten there. You've never been to Chipotle. Never eaten eaten Chipotle food. Oh my god. No, I'm not too much into that like Tex Mex type of thing. Anyways, the Moe's. Moe's is beats all up. I love. There was one in Blacksburg, and I'm. May have like once or twice. I don't know. But you know, introduce me to most. Not regularly. Have you been to a uh, Casa? No. Wow. All right. Yeah, so but my, the reason I didn't go to Chipotle just in the beginning, like when it first came out, was because I wasn't too in. You know, never been too into that like Tex Mex stuff. Like it's fine. I don't have a problem with it. But wherever there's a Chipotle, there's a like a Chick Fil A right there. Very yeah. Very, very close by typically. So, yeah. whenever I wanted food, I was going to Chick fil A or I was going to another like Wendy's or where there's Chipotle, there's other like high end fast food stuff pretty close by. So, that's where I was going. And then, and then after like a few years, that just turned into a thing. Like, 
that's how I feel about <laughs> yeah. That's how I feel about Star Wars. It's like I've been this far without like seeing any of it at this point. I'm just not watching it out of protest. Yeah, but that's dude. Like Star Wars is, I, I would. It's more popular than like a Rocky series. Like it's, it's a series that oh, like, I know. you need to watch at least once. No, you know I know. What I mean? like, like it's, it's not just like one of those things. Yeah, I would say that it's probably like bigger than Harry Potter, and Harry Potter's huge, but like. At this point, I just I just don't want to watch it just because I made it this far without watching it. And I feel like you've probably got I something. You've probably got something where it's just like like Michael's never been to Chipotle. I've never watched Star Wars. Y'all have probably got something that's like you might have to think on it. But I've never seen Harry Potter or Star Wars. <laughs> only the one we watched. There we go. Theater. Boom! Do- boom goes the dynamite. There it See, is. That's just. I mean, it was it, it, it took it took a college girlfriend for me to watch Harry Potter or like Lord of the Rings, and there I've seen Lord of the Rings there too. Lord of the Rings is actually really good. Like Star See, Wars, I take that back. I don't think I've seen Lord of the Rings. Star Wars, I wouldn't say is like like captures my attention. Maybe it's because I watched it so much. Like I today, like I wouldn't look forward to like watching Star Wars. Like Lord of the Rings, like I would sit down for a day and like watch the Lord of the Rings movies. Like they're actually really good. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, Ken, dude, Kendall, you need to, you need to figure that crap out. You need to. Yeah, I'm not doing it. You need to watch that, man. I'm not doing it. It would have to take a very special someone to to like force me to watch that. Yeah, which I think is what you should wait for. Yeah. Yeah, I, mean, I, I could, I could always do that for you. <laughs> I, I, that's a, that's a pretty good. A different, a, kind of a different kind of special. Yeah, if, if a girl's, if a girl's like, I'm way into Star Wars. Like, let's watch it together. I hope you're not like, no, I'm not doing that. <laughs> <laughs> <We're done. laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, I don't like. I think the first time I ever listened to it, or not, the first time I ever watched it, was definitely with my parents. Like I just remember watching, you know, the, the original, the original trilogy came out like the seventies and early eighties. And then the, I guess the, what is it? It'd be a sequel. Well, I guess it's technically the prequel. The prequels were the late nineties, early two thousands. Yep. 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 I watched those. I remember those. Ryan's never shot a deer before. That can be his thing too. Yeah. Why'd you have to add him like that, man? Okay. I mean, we're all talking about like, things that would be bizarre for like the other people to hear that we haven't done. That's just something that popped up. I just thought, you know, Ryan's never shot a deer before. Yeah. I've never never felt the loving embrace of of my parents before. (laughs) There we go. Everybody's got (laughs) weird. Yeah, there you go. Sure. You've been on a plane. You have. Kimball, have you been on a plane? Yeah. Okay. Well, I've never been on a plane. That's changing tomorrow night. Where are you going? Florida. This is fucking one when you're going to tell us that. And up just a few days. I don't really care that much. I don't care. I don't know. Don't come with? It could be the next Malaysia Airlines flight, and we would never know where you went. Uh, We're all adults here. (laughs) Yeah. You tell me where you're going everywhere. Where your location is. Speaking of that, your Snapchat location is an on. I wonder why that is. Where is it? No, we have to have a thing here. Lindo wouldn't have his on forever, and it is on now. Like all the time, mine's on. Mine should be on. It's on. Yeah, I see. I see Kendall and Jake. Yeah, mine's on. 
I, I only did it got changed. I only, well, it got changed. I let Logan and then you three see where I am. That's it. I let everybody see where I am. I don't care. I'm not where I'm not supposed to be. Weird guys be like, hey, man, like, I see you in the barn. You know, like, right You're there. Yeah, that shows for you. It doesn't yeah. show for us. You got to go to, like, special shares. Oh, well, that's, that's easy. It says, let Michael see my location. Let Dick see my location. Hey, hey yeah. <laughs> How do I, uh... How do you what? Log it now? How do you what? Log me out of my Apple more? I don't know. Wait, can you see it now? No. What? Oh, there you go. You just popped up. Ah, shit. Oh, can not have one of those? Uh-oh. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, that's all right. I don't care if you know where I am. You can probably just share live right there. You know, I probably could share with everybody because I guarantee nobody that I'm friends with on Snapchat is within like a, a five hour radius of me. No, I doubt it. Let me see if I have anybody close to you. Kendall, you're a seven hour car ride for me currently. Yeah. And your name is still Foxhound in my phone. Nice. Foxhound? Yeah. What the f- That's my code name. Yeah, still Foxy. Did you Fox put, did you put the emoji in yourself or I don't know if I put that in there. Or we had a so we had a debate one day about like gender identity stuff and oh god oh god <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> not to get like super political it was with Elise and uh, and oh, and we geez. were talking about gender identity and. And I said something like, okay, so from now on, I'm going to identify myself as a foxhound. And from now on, you all have to address me as a foxhound. And then it just, Ryan, like, changed my name and his phone to foxhound. And it, I guess it's been like that ever since. That's cute. Is Ed still spelled wrong in context? Probably. Yeah. K-N-D-E-L or something? Yeah, I haven't changed. It's just only the consonant. Love it. K N D L L. Oh, jeez. Jake, what are you doing? I'm trying to. I mean, my storage on here is just like. You have to delete your papers from 11th grade English. I will never delete those. (laughs) I'm going to use them one day. I saw I saw something on Facebook the other day, and it was like, it was like, do you think it's okay for me to? Oh my god. <laughs> so do you think it's okay for me to delete my papers from AP 11 history or whatever? No. I have a viable reason as to why I don't want to like delete anything. Oh, do tell. Like, okay, so with my, with my master's, like, it's all basically like how to do code. You know what I mean? Like, I have the step-by-step, like, Scripts of how to do certain things within Romeo and Juliet. You have that? No, I, I don't have any high school shit on there. Like this, is, I got this computer last year, so it's like all my master stuff. And if I ever get a job, like after the one I have in, in any line of code, if I want to be able to write a line of code for my job, like I have all that information at my, you know, at my display. Like I can use it whenever. So do you not think that all that information is a quick Google search away? You know, it, you know what you should do? The problem is, is like the way I learned it is different than some Google search. You know what you should do? Get another hard drive. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Put it on an external hard drive. That's what I'm going to do with a lot of my PT stuff. It's just put it on an external hard drive. I was looking it up today. Like two, a two terabyte external hard drive is like, 
like 30 or 40 bucks. Yeah. Wow. I got a four terabyte one for 115. Might have been because it was like made for a PlayStation, but. Doesn't Apple make a terabyte phone now? Oh, yeah. Yeah. But I mean, everything, when you think phone. about it now, like a lot of the stuff that you download is like a gig. You know, like oh, you yeah. download. These podcasts are like six gigs. Yeah. Six exactly. or seven gigs. And like just day. holding those on my computer, they add up like pretty quick. So like I'm probably just going to get an external throw everything on there and just keep like the bare minimum on my computer. And then if I ever need it, I have it. Yep. So do y'all remember having, I mean, that's probably the best. Do y'all remember having like an iPod touch when you like had to have Wi-Fi to download apps and just being like, Oh gosh, this app is like 200 megabytes. Am I going to have enough storage to download this 200 megabyte app? And how long is it going to take? I'll tell you the real, I'll tell you the real thing to remember is um, when it took all night to download four remember, songs. That's yeah, that's where I was going. Apple the Apple iTunes store. You would buy like four songs for like four dollars and have to leave have to leave our computer on all night long and then just hope to God that dad didn't come in and like close it like why is this open? Yeah. We used to make phones that were eight gigs and we used to pay a dollar for a song. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy, crazy. Ninety-nine cents, and then they did it. The, then we thought it was like ludicrous that they went to a dollar twenty, dollar twenty-nine. Oh god! Like, what the hell? Some would dude? say it was unfathomable. How many Un- unfathomable. unfathomable. Yeah, but then, then all we did was just go to LimeWire and download it illegally. I think we did that. Carson did that a little bit, but I, 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 I never got into that. Apple dabbled. Well before my time. I dibbled. I dibbled, dabbled. So yeah, this this computer's brand new. It has a two hundred and fifty six gig hard drive. I already have a hundred gigabytes of like podcast stuff in it. How many gigs? Two hundred fifty six. Yeah, that was like another like every step up was like another like two hundred dollars for or four hundred dollars to go up every one. And I just I know I have a four terabyte hard drive up there, so I'm just gonna yeah, that's a lot of storage. I'm gonna back everything up to that. That's a lot of songs. That's a lot of video games. The a lot of like PlayStations these days, you're uh, a lot of you're like a typical um, <laughs> PlayStation hard drive is what 500 gigabytes, maybe. What's, what's yours? Yeah, thanks. Yeah, and like that's like that's a lot one game sometimes. Well, no, I take that back. Mine might be mine might be 500 because I've got a few like big ass games. Well, like, some of these, these, like, they were, these are always, always 200, like 150 gigs. Yeah. So if you got 256 gig hard drive, that's one game. That's that with my four terabyte one, I have like 15 games on there. Now they're not all 150 gig games, but yeah, I'm, I'm not even close to filling that thing up. Yeah. You know, you know what game you need to get this year? What's that? It will be the show. Is that right? Mm-hmm. What is the new one coming out? Uh, next month. It's always late March or early February, I believe. Isn't uh, Jazz Chisholm the cover? Yeah, he is. Good for him. Yeah, good for him. That shocked the world, actually. He wasn't supposed to be. He was on my fantasy team last year. Somebody else. And, oh, speak of that, I need to set my keepers. Yes, you do. Have you done that yet, Kendall? Yeah. <sighs> Sorry. So you uh, want to know who I'm keeping? Julio Rodriguez. Yeah. <laughs> Don't, it's not even good. Don't you have the, Mar- the Mariners rookie, right? Do you have O'Neill yeah, Cruz too? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. If you want to trade, yeah, if you want to trade, I would like to have him. You have O'Neill Cruz and Julio Rodriguez and Juan Soto. That's a terrible team. I've got. <laughs> I didn't do shit last year. It's a roto league. I've got Ronald Acuna Jr., Mike Trout, Dansby Swanson. Uh, 
Starling Marte. I had a pretty good team. This is a 12 team week too. Yeah. I had a pretty good team. My my pitchers could uh could use some work, but pretty happy with my team. Oh boy. I'll never log into this thing. <laughs> what, your Yahoo? Yeah, I just like reset my password every year. Oh, yeah. It gets a little tricky for me too. Yeah, I really messed up Adobe Premiere now. Like I can't how do I get that screen up here and then I leave that down there? Drag it up there. Drag what? But click the three dots and drag it or undock it. Undock. And then you can move it around. Let's see. What's my... Hey, Ryan, talk about something. Ryan, I don't think you were here. Which season's in a week, Jake? Yeah, good point. <laughs> That's a decent topic right now. That's right. Kendall, where were you going on? We'll, go, we'll come back to the weather. <laughs> Ryan, uh, I don't know if you were in when I was uh, talking about this before. Uh, before we started recording, um, do you have like a like a a monologue that that goes on in your head when you have thoughts? Well, a monologue means like like you hear like yourself talking to yourself. Just your head. Explain a monologue. I think you. We're we're gonna need that. Did you need that? No. <laughs> so like some people have this thing called an internal monologue, where like when they think, they can yeah, hear themselves talking. When they sank, and I don't have that at all. Like my yeah. thoughts are just my thoughts. What? Yeah. Yeah, I hear my thoughts. It's not even like a form of like speech. Huh? It's not like so. Your thoughts are just <clears throat> random. Like you don't like. How how do you think without it being in sentences? Like if you see a girl with a big booty. What goes through your head? Is it not like well, that girl has a so big man, I bet she does some sort of glute workout. So, so that, but that's a monologue. It was like Star Wars. It depends on the size of the butt and like the size of the butt. Like, is it like a lumpy butt? Like, I'm looking at like Miss Thompson from high school. Like, she didn't work out. She did a lot of forklifts. So, like, you're thinking about that. That's all like words in your head. Yes, you don't jump around like. Random words instead of sentence. No, yeah, no like I, I think logically in my head. Like I don't okay. just think random spots or words. I think that Jake and I have the same like like it's not like we don't have thoughts or that our thoughts are unorganized. We just don't hear an internal monologue when we have those thoughts. See, my thoughts, it's almost like a conversation. Like I I'll hear like my my thoughts will say one thing and then I'll think of another and it'll like argue again. Oh, no, 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 I don't see that. No, I then, then we have we have a deep split here. No, Ryan and Michael, like Ryan and Michael, are in the same boat with their internal monologue, and then you and I, Kendall, are in the same boat. Like I don't have an internal monologue. Yeah. I think, no, I think in clear sentences and like obviously I can like picture things in my head, but like I never hear my own voice. Yeah. Squirrel, rabbit, bunny, sky. Right, but I'm not thinking like squirrel, rabbit, bunny. I just look at a squirrel and know it's a squirrel and I'm like, hey, I wonder what that squirrel's doing. I'm not saying that in my head. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's just like you catch yourself like real deep into thought and you're like, why am I even no, no, no. It has oh, nothing yeah, to do with being in thought. Like Jake and I can both be in like deep thought. We just don't hear ourselves saying it. Yeah, I think it's just a sign of ultra intelligence. Or the other way. Well, <laughs> Jake's the yeah. master and I'm the doctor here, so maybe it's a sign of uh, unintelligence. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. Agree to disagree. Yeah. We have, our, we have our intelligence in, like, different areas, Kendall. That's all it is. Mm-hmm. They mm-hmm. have, you know, Ryan's got street smarts and obviously business smarts because he grew up and that was his trade. Ryan does Instead not have college, street That's smarts. exactly what he did. Well, you know what I mean. Like, it's a different <laughs> type of smart. Like, we put our time and effort. We, we put our time and effort into school while you put it into learning how to be a businessman. Michael like, put your time and effort into school. I did last year. time in Call of Duty. I did last year. No, Call of Duty was my jam. Like, yeah. sophomore and junior year, I was... Put you have more hours in Call of Duty than you did in college. <laughs> I definitely spent more time playing Call of Duty than I did going to class. Yeah, that that's probably the truth. Um, I spent about the same amount of money. <laughs> no, maybe not. I don't know. Did a lot of DoorDash my senior year, <laughs> but uh, no, I'm saying like you, you like you spent your time and effort doing that. Obviously, Kendall and I and Michael went to school all for separate degrees. Like we all have our strengths, and uh, obviously we all have our weaknesses. But I don't know. Like we're all intelligent in our own ways. Yeah, and I think that's kind of like where I was going. Like, no one's stupid here. It's just like we're stupid in our own ways and smart in our own ways. I think the population is pretty well split 50 50. What do you mean? Like, half of of the population experience an internal monologue, and then the other half don't. Because I was talking about it with one of the uh, student trainers in the, the training room at the college that I work at. And, uh, yeah. and she like made a comment and she said something about like the voices in her head, like making a joke, but pretty much saying like her internal monologue, like interpreted something like this way. And I said something like, what are you talking about? She just like, yeah, just like my internal monologue. And I'm like, what are you talking about? And then she explained it. And then everybody else in the room was like, yeah, you don't have an internal monologue. I was like, no, I don't hear myself thinking. I just think. Yeah, no, I, felt, I see what you're going at. Yeah, I have full conversations with oh, myself yeah. in my head. Jokes, I'll start laughing. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm a good one, guys. Yeah, see, I just, it's not like that for me. But, oh, for right. me, it's kind of like SpongeBob, that scene where they're like running, looking for the file in the filing cabinet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 Where's the name? So Where's the name? The in there and he's like, this is fine. <laughs> yeah. All right, so, Kendall. For my what? keepers. Did you just say the dog where it's like, this is fine? Yeah, he's yeah. the rooms all over yeah. the restaurant. All right, Julio Rodriguez, Juan Soto, Kyle Schwarber, O'Neill Cruz are my top four. And then uh, top three pitchers, Brandon Woodruff, Max Scherzer, Josh Hader. I think I, I think those are going to be my seven keepers. Josh Hader had a really bad rough start at, in San Diego, though. He, but didn't he? He kind of got it together at the end of last year. Together. You can have more uh, than that, though, right? Oh, yeah, I did see Dustin May down there. Ooh, Walker Bueller, too. Might not be a bad little pickup. Dustin May coming off of Tommy John. Yeah, and Walker Bueller, Josiah Gray, I'll keep him, too. You should pick up Will Wagner, if you can. Will Wagner? Oh, what about uh, Hackenberg? I would pick up Wagner before I pick up Hackenberg, because there's a legit chance he makes it up this year. Really? Yeah. Well, I think I'll be able to pick him up with waivers. I was was talking, uh, I I was reading an article today, his locker... Will's locker in spring training is between Jeremy Pena and Alex Bregman. That's nuts. Who's Pena? I, I know, I know Bregman. The shortstop for the Astros. Really? Jeremy Pena. He, re- he replaced Carlos Correa. Yeah. He's a good player. Like, really good player last year. Um, pretty, wasn't he the NLCS uh, or ALCS MVP? 
Uh, I don't remember. I thought he was a, uh, he was an MVP of something. It might have been the division series, but he yeah. played really well for a series and was like that kind of like put him on the map. Yeah, but um, I don't know what it was. I'm, we'll look it up just to get peace of mind. But yeah, it's like just imagine like it's your first big league spring training. You know, like, you're going into it, you're a double-A guy, you're like, oh, like, I don't know really what to expect, but, like, obviously I'm going to be playing around big leaguers. You walk in the first day in the locker room and you're between two, like, studs for the Astros. So my, my keepers have ballooned to 13 now. Julio Rodriguez, Juan Soto, Kyle Schwarber, O'Neill Cruz, Anthony Rizzo, that's it for hitters. Um, other than that, I've got Anthony Santander, C.J. Crone, Ian Happ, Eugenio Suarez, who Suarez and CJ Crone, I think, are decent, but I don't know. $10 and $9 for those guys, I don't know. And then Hunter Renfro, Ryan McMahon, Brandon Rogers, Alec Boehm, Justin Turner, Jonah Heim. Um, then the pitchers I'm, leave, uh, pitchers I'm taking are Brandon Woodruff, Max Scherzer, Josh Hader, Dustin May, Evan Dolly, Sonny Gray, Walker Bueller, and Josiah Gray. Nathan Avaldi? Yeah. You could probably drop him. You're going to take him over. You can, do, you can drop, drop him and pick up. I would, I would take I, mean, I don't have to take anybody I would else. take AJ Minter over that. It's a release pitcher. But I probably you should. Don't load of, you don't want a load of stars. Yeah. Then this is a regular league, so like the saves and holds are do count. Gotcha. Yeah, Jeremy Pena, the guy that we were talking about, Kendall, um, World Series MVP last year. Okay. Yeah, so you had a former MVP of Alex Bregman and – Jeremy Pena being a 2022. That's crazy. Where's that Wagner fellow from? He is from Crozet, Virginia. Went wow. to Miller, um, Miller and Charlottesville. Oh well, yeah, he's so a Wagner. Up with him. My dad and yeah, my dad and his dad, who is Billy Wagner. Everybody's gonna know who that is. Um, they worked out together and like winter training and stuff. And then obviously Will and I grew up together. So happy for the kid, man. That's uh, it's awesome. It's a really cool experience. I bet. That's pretty neat. Pretty neat. Yeah, pretty neat. Pretty, pretty neat. neat. That's pretty yeah. cool. Do you want to get into our, uh, I forgot about, we didn't do our Mount Rushmore last week. No. Because well, y'all haven't done research. Oh, I've got mine. Do you have yours, Kendall? No, we're just going to go off the like, cost. It's the, it's the crazy sports stats. All right. I'll see oh, if shoot. I can get up my uh, Google Maps here. Well, yeah, I, don't have, I don't have sports stats. I don't have the Google machine to rely on, so I'm just going to be shooting from the hip. And I'm not going to know the exact stats, so y'all are going to need to like say it. But I know I've got some ideas for who I want for certain things. Amazing stat. Uh, Antarctica is only 60 miles from South America. Not a fact. <laughs> and we'll just do three so we don't go too deep in this. No, nah, do four. We won't, we won't. Is this any sports stat? Yes, any sports stat. They mentioned, have you guys watched the full swing uh, Netflix documentary yet? No. Kendall's first, then Jake, then Ryan, then me. Have you guys seen that yet? I have not. I was, hey, really I was, the, I was um, the first person with my finger on my nose. What? <laughs> I'm sure you were, buddy. You just it's didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's a delay. Uh, all, all, three, all three of mine are going to involve the same athlete, so... We're doing four, so. Are we doing four? Yeah, we're doing three. Sorry. Yeah, all four of mine are going to involve the same athlete. 
Well, so I need to do five, four, one, four by five. Yeah. Yeah. Four by five. There we go. So, what are we doing? Who would you say your favorite, like your favorite athlete of all time is, right? Mm. Any sport. Any sport. Any year. Mine's easy. Who's yours? Mine's easy. Mine is my. Uh, Kendall, can you guess one? Uh, Michael Morse. Yep. Yep, we had a lot of fun watching him as a national. Me and, me and yeah. Mama. Michael yeah. Morris. Yeah, Morris. M-O-R-I-C. He was never... I mean, he, he was a, he was a good... I recognize that. Like an outfielder for a few years to the Nationals when San Francisco, like, contributed. He was probably only with the Nationals for, like, three or four years. But we just had a blast watching him. I'm probably going to say Kobe. Kobe? Yeah. Wow. Oh. That's why I wore 24 in high school. Fair enough. Yeah. I, like, I like Kobe. Mine is... Uh, Mom is probably Jeter. Mm. I love Derek Jeter. Do you want uh, a, a cutout thing, a life-size cutout, Derek Jeter? No. Oh, I have one. You remember the fat heads that I had in my business? Yeah, I do. Yeah, I do. Yeah, I three of those hoes. Yeah. I had a, shoot, David Ortiz, Derek Jeter, and then Tom, or Tom Brady. Mm-hmm. My three. Mm-hmm. All, All splattered on the wall. You're up first. Most ridiculous sports stats. Okay, I don't know what the what the exact number is going to be, but I'm going intentional walks, Barry Bonds. That's not a bad one. I mean, that it's it was, crazy. It was a ludicrous amount compared to like the next highest amount of intentional walks, or just do walks. Like it, it doesn't matter. He's walked more than anybody else Bonds, by a large margin. Barry Bonds. Barry Bonds has 688 intentional base on balls. The next closest is Albert Pujols at 316. Yeah, yeah that's, that's, that's solid. solid. Yeah. Yeah. All right, that's a good one. Good start. Good start. Ryan, go ahead. My go? Yep. First one I'm going to take is Wilt's 100 points. I think that's one of the hardest ones to ever be beat. Um, that's just nuts. Yeah, that's pretty nuts. Somebody gets like six, I don't know the competition was different. Somebody gets like sixty or seventy, and it's all over everything. Mm-hmm. Hundreds, hundreds. Yeah, that's what that's Kobe, was Kobe was the closest with eighty-one, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, I think Wilt has a couple up there though. Wilt's got a couple scoring titles that are like single game scoring See, titles that are ridiculous. I do think Kobe has the second highest game, eighty-one, which is absurd in itself. Um, but does Will have anything close to that? I don't know if yeah, Will has 78. Yeah. Is Will top 10 in uh, all time? Yeah. Yes. Scoring was? Oh, I don't know about that. I just meant like player all time. Oh, yeah. Pure dominance, yeah. 100%. Um, all right, Jake, you're up next. All right. Yeah. So, Tiger sat here since the GOAT was back playing the Genesis Invitational last weekend. Um, made the cut, which was good to see. Barely. 67 on Saturday. Barely. Yeah, he did. He, he played well. Um, from 2004 to 2006, Tiger had 1,466 putts from three feet that was measured by shot length. And out of those four, almost 1,500 putts, he only missed three of those. Which is, for, the, for our golfers out there, you know, a three, a three foot putt, like it's it just short, but you I'll, you miss them. I'll take missing three out of a hundred. Yeah, every day of exactly. 
three out of fifteen hundred. I mean, you're talking that. That's a crazy. That's just crazy. And that's also to think, like on the greens that are rolling on the stint meter are twelve, and he's got a sideways putt. Right. We're not. We're not talking just like dead straight three, like three foot green. And we're talking like thousands of thousands of people watching him and playing for money. You know, like it's not just run of the mill. Like oh, throw it in. Yeah. Yeah, it's not like I just we get to the side, just slam it, and we miss it. We just can't. Sure a few of those three footers were to win tournaments. Well, definitely, a lot of those were like to you know half holes and you know keep keep par on the table for him. Like it's crazy to think about, but you know, Mike, you got a uh, you got next man. I'm gonna go with Cal Ripken Jr.'s consecutive games played. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. Yeah. Iron Man. There were there were Hall of Fame careers played in that streak. I've got a. Uh, I think it's a really funny story that you bring that up. Um, there was a night, and uh, and this is for listeners at home, or I guess you guys, like you might recognize this, but there was a night in Camden Yards for the lights, you know, just just turned off out of nowhere, right? And they had to fin- they had to play the game the next day, and supposedly the rumor mill and like all the rumors behind it was is that Cal Ripken's wife and Kevin Costner were having an affair at their house and Cal walked in on Kevin and, you know, obviously there was a little scuffle and Kevin Costner beat the crap out of him. And that's why he didn't play that night because he was like hurting and like obviously didn't show up to the park. So they, they found a way to like rig the lights to where they turned off and they couldn't turn them back on and that he, so they canceled that game, which kept the streak alive. But it's just, it's just funny to think like, like what was it 24 21 or 2400 games whatever it is uh, yeah 23 something uh, 20, yeah it's it's a crazy career yeah it's a crazy amount of games they are, they were, hall, amount of I, I saw something i can't remember the names but i saw something on facebook or instagram there were hall of fame careers played during that streak so that just to clarify that is every game every year right? yeah it's sit out yeah 23 to 23 so every game for the orioles for that many years, uh, I don't know if it was only for the Orioles. I don't uh, know. It very well could be. I think you were they playing 162 yeah. games back then, or was it 140? Yeah. 160. Jesus, that's like a decade. Yeah, so that's years. 14 straight seasons. Yeah. yeah, there were multiple Hall of Fame careers played in that during that streak. Yeah, so it's unbelievable. Yeah. All right, so I got the I got the next one. I'm, I, there's some easy Tiger ones, but. I, I'm, I think I'm going to stay away with stay away from those because I've got like some fun ones. Man. I'm going to go with I've got I've got five and I've got to limit it to four. I'm going to go with I'm going to go with Richard Petty's 200 wins in NASCAR because the next closest is not not close. Let me let me uh do that for reference. We're doing four, right? Yeah. yeah. Yep. All right. So, oh no. Oh, I'm because I'm not in the right place. Richard Petty has 200 wins all time. The next closest is David Pearson with 105 wins. Yikes! So that that's that's one that is ridiculous and will never be caught. Yeah, that's that's crazy. Yeah. That's well. Yeah. So yeah, I, I'm taking I'm taking Richard Petty all time NASCAR wins. Fair enough. Yep. All right, Jake, you, you got next? Yeah, I got another Tiger stat. Scored uh, hard majors? No, this oh. one's a little different. Um, if you take Tiger's career from 1999 to 2001, he had, it was four major wins and then 16 total, or 18 total wins. 
if you put that into perspective, Jordan Spieth, who's going to be probably a Hall of Fame golfer, that stretch by Tiger Woods is better than Jordan Spieth's whole career yeah. as of date, which is just insane. Like, it, it, I mean, a lot of Tiger stats are insane, but you're talking about pure dominance over a sport set to their night most 1997 to 2009 he may not be the best golfer ever that that's he's the most dominant but for that stretch of time yeah, he is dominant. the most not he may not have been the most dominant for the longest right but when he was at the top there was no golfer there was no athlete in any sport that was dominant at the top of all time definitely yeah. Kind of like Jordan. He didn't have the longevity necessarily. He was there. Yeah. But the thing that the thing that's killing Tiger is one, like well, major, major is the injuries. Like the injuries so that's, yeah, that's it. Lost like well, seven his, years of his career. Yeah. yeah but and the, the whole like ex wife the ex wife that's not gonna fall sort of golf that much. Yeah, but it kinda put him in a like it it made his media influence like bad, like not yeah, drop. Then you had a, like, there's then you had a different that doesn't, a, that doesn't affect you hitting a golf ball no. near, near as much as a back fusion and those up here. Well, yeah, but yeah. not not as much as a back fusion and almost losing your leg. Yeah, and he, he has had some stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's had some stuff. In any sport, if there's something that needs sure, right, you gotta have your head right. Sure, and go off 100. Yeah. All right, Ryan. What do you got? Okay, so can it be like an appeal? Whatever you want. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna. This is a little in high school. <laughs> Brett Favre, his first NFL completion was to himself. Hmm. He's kind of neat. Yep, with like a tip pass and I guess. lineman tip the pass. I've seen the video. But that's the only way I can think of it. Yeah, that's that's, that's interesting. Wild. The fact yeah. that it happened at all, but it was his first NFL completion. Yeah. yeah. Has there ever been a one point? Has there been a one point yet? Like a one point safety or whatever they call it. I don't know. There's like a there's a certain way that you can get a one point safety. There was a game in college though that the final score was zero to one. Yeah. Because it was like a forfeit or something. It was a forfeit. It was back in like the seventies and they had to give it a score, so they gave it zero to one. Yeah, there's a uh, thing on there's a thing on every betting site, like sports betting site. There's a there's a really very slim to none chance, but you can get a one point safety in the NFL. How? There's um I'll have to look it up. But, well, he's looking it up, Kendall. What's your uh, it's your turn here? All right. So uh, the first one I'm going to go with. Let's go with uh, Jameis Winston uh, with the first ever 30 and 30 uh, season in the NFL. 30 touchdowns, 30 interceptions. Thank God, to make a 30 for 30. <laughs> All right, I've got it. So uh, when can a one point safety happen? The only time a one-point safety can occur is when the offense on an extra point or two-point conversion attempt gets tackled in their own end zone. Oh, wow. This is commonly known as... Run backwards backwards 100 yards. No, no, no. So it could be like a fumble at the line. They bring it all the way back, right? That guy fumbles or gets tackled right before that end zone. And the guy, you know, the offense picks it back up. And then then has to run on his own power into the end zone. Has to either do that, he or, the ball, it, yeah, or he yeah. touches the ball, and the ball goes out the other end, or like kicks it out the back end. Yeah, whatever it is. Like it's very, very, so, very can unlikely. I get a prop bet on that? <laughs> no, the prop bet on it is like plus like a million. Like it's insane. Like it, it's never happened, and you know it's probably gonna continue not to happen. All right, Kendall. What you got next? Because yeah. maybe it happened once. Give me a uh, give me Ricky Henderson's oh stolen base record. <laughs> 
That's a really good one. That, no one's ever gonna yeah, that will that. never be broken. You could steal. I think it was a, you could steal twenty. But I forty. You can sell like forty bags a year for twenty years, and still not even be close. Yeah, that's like eight hundred bags. Well, he has fourteen hundred and six. He's the only MLB player to have reached a thousand stolen base milestone in his career. Lou Brock has nine hundred thirty-eight. That's second place. Yeah. That's solid. All right, Ryan. You have to steal seventy bags a year for twenty years. Yeah, something Jesus. else. All right, Ryan. What you got? <laughs> I really like basketball with this one. This will never be broken. Bill Russell's 11 champions. Gosh darn it. That was going to be my next one. <laughs> no, no. Years. All right, Jake. This was no Tiger set. All right. I'm just going to keep it really simple. I'm a big fan of Tiger. But uh, uh, win percentage by an outright, an outright leader after 54 holes on the PGA Tour. The PGA Tour in 2022 was 41.4%. The PGA Tour for the last 10 seasons is 42%, and Tiger is 95.7%. Wow. If, you have, if the Tiger has an outright lead after 54 holes, it's basically wraps. Yeah. All right. Well, for my round three, pick three, I'm going to go with receiving yards over the age of 40 in the NFL. Number one is Jerry Rice with 2,509. Number two is Tom Brady with six. Yeah. <laughs> I love that stat. I love that stat. Remember six there? And sits there and does like the codify stuff and like looks at that shit. Yeah. It's like, you're funny. Like, if you, yeah. if you find that out. Yeah. Um, and then for my last one, I'm, 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 I'm wearing, the, wearing the sweatshirt here. I'm going to go with uh, the all time sack leader in the NFL. Bruce Smith with 200. Wow. I don't think he, he's not like way ahead of anybody, but you know, being a, yeah, he's, he has 200, Reggie White has 198, Kevin Green, and then has 160. So it is two guys like way ahead of anybody. But, uh, but yeah, yeah, staying close to home with my Hokies here. Taking, uh, taking Bruce Smith NFL sack record. That, that's just crazy to think that like, Somebody that went to the same college I did is more sacks than anybody ever in the NFL. Yeah. That's wild. Yeah. Tiger. Tiger again. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <duh>. <laughs> <laughs> um, right on here. Yeah, just Tiger Woods. <laughs> Tiger Woods again. Tiger Woods again. Might as well just copy paste this one down. Uh, best score to par in majors from 1997. I think this one might be the most wild. Um, and this, this is a minimum of 70 rounds, but Tiger Woods is in first place at minus 134, and second place is Phil Mickelson at plus 99. Yeah, that's great. I mean, was that 150 strokes? Phil is the only player within 250 strokes. 250, yeah, that's ridiculous. Most of just insane. <laughs> yeah. Like, do you have to think about, like, how, like, the last, the, uh, the last time... Tiger won the Masters was a really good example of this because they interviewed the players uh, after this. It was what was it? Francisco Molinari was in that last group. I think Tony Finau was in that group. And well, three in a group. It was just two of them? Typically, I thought it was three. Typically, the, yeah, the first two rounds of a tournament, sometimes you'll do three. Yeah. Man, was, I'm, thinking last, last, I'm thinking Sunday. Oh, it's, it's, it's just two? It's not going to be three. Okay, it's so it might have been, been Francisco Molinari. And he had the outright lead. 
group of tiger and um they're on the par three on the back nine i don't know if it's 16 um and he hits one in the water it might be 15 and they're doing a documentary on it and he talks about it. he's like you can just feel like everybody at, in that crowd watching you guys play golf wants you to lose they don't want they don't want you to be tiger like nobody wants you to be tiger so you know that every single person watching you play up against tiger is like going against you like oh, i love it every shot but it's yeah exactly like some guys some guys would handle that really well and, every, and like i remember uh like there was like a part of that documentary that was really funny was like a guy was like yeah, like, it was saying, like, yeah, I definitely want to face Tiger on Sunday at a major. Like, I want to witness that. Like, I want to beat him, like, all this stuff. And the guy was like, the fuck you do? And, like, yeah. they show it, and it's, like, the crowds are insane. Is, you know, everyone that cares about golf in the world is watching you. Yeah. And that's just not, that's not even just at the that course. Those three, three footers a little, little tough. Yeah. <laughs> I, you couldn't, you couldn't fit a hot needle up my butt uh, trying to put those balls. I mean, even if I'm not facing Tiger, like that's insane. Yeah. It's incredible. But, all right. Yeah. Enough off my, I'm going to hop off Tiger Woods. All right. All right. I'm going to jump over to the NFL. Stick with championships though. Brady's seven Super Bowls. That'll never get beat. Patrick Mahomes has got two and is still fairly young, and they're like talking about like is it possible? And I don't even think he'll come close. Happy Gilmore finished that feat no more than an hour ago. Yeah, that's that's crazy. Oh, it's his first five years. He's not even like to his prime yet. So it's only five years. It feels like he's been yeah. in the league for like, yeah. He's this is all four years college, isn't he? I don't know. Uh, it, it was like Texas Tech seven twenty eight, right? Yeah, so he's getting to his prime now. Yeah, like. Yeah. But at best, 12 years left, he needs to tie Brady. He needs to win half of the next yeah. 12 Super Bowls. If you think about it, Aaron Rodgers didn't play his first five years because he was behind Brett Favre. Yeah, and he's five never won a Super Bowl. One. One Super Bowl. Yeah, that's but, he, I mean, it, he was behind Brett Favre for at least, I know it was at least three. I thought it was five, but he was a backup quarterback for the first part of his career. We're like an hour and 15 minutes here. So, Kendall, what's uh, what's your last pick here in this thing? Okay, so my, my last pick, I'm going to go with most ever points scored in the NFL. Pay some respect to uh, to the kickers out there. After all, my brother was a uh, was a former college kicker. Uh <laughs> Adam Adam Vinatieri most ever points scored in the in the NFL. I don't remember exactly how many he had, but he was like one shy of like tripping over to the next hundred. I think he's got six ninety nine, six hundred ninety nine points scored. But you might want to double check me on that. No, Adam Vinatieri has two thousand six hundred and seventy three points. The next one's Morton Anderson with two thousand five hundred and fifty four. Maybe it's uh, field goals then. Maybe. Yeah, I think I think it's field goals. Wow. He's got like 699 field goals, and he missed one in his last game. And I remember like mm. something weird happened, but that was like the one that would have put him to 700. There's some stat like that. Uh, five, five, 599. He has 599 career field goals. Yeah, that's the, that's the one. That's the damn. One. He couldn't. Yeah. He couldn't just wait for one more. Yeah, God. What a loser. Next game. Yeah. First game of next year. Yeah. Gosh. What a stupid. Can you imagine somebody stopping at like 2,999 hits? <laughs> uh, so, I mean, Roberto Clemente almost did that. Really? He got his 3,000th hit and then died in a plane crash like the next day. 
Yeah, that's forced retirement. Jason Jason Kipnis retires with 1,999 heads. Let's not talk about plane crashes right now. Your lines flying on a plane for the first time, ladies and gentlemen. You're flying on Charlottesville? No, that was. Oh, that's going to be awful. Yeah. You'd be terrified flying on Charlottesville. Yuck. Yeah. It's like three. It's like two seats and then one seat. It's real small. You'll be fine. Yeah. You'll be fine. I'm on a uh, Boeing 937 or something. Probably, you're on a 737? No. Is that bigger than a 737? Smaller than that? I have no idea. Yeah. You don't need Boeing. We don't... Boeing 747 is like a like a double-decker plane. Yeah. Like a big-ass plane. Yeah, but I don't know. Our plane sizes, like the smaller number, it gets oh, bigger. I don't, I don't know. I'm a fucking airliner. I don't know. I have no clue. Sorry, Nanny. Jake's have a few F-bombs in this one. I'm getting... getting get his money's worth now. Yeah. When <laughs> you're the end of the episode, yeah. if you lasted this long, then fuck yeah. <laughs> I gotta listen to this whole wow. thing, didn't we? <laughs> All right, that's the show. <laughs> All right, guys. We'll see y'all next time. See you later. Have, 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 have a good Saturday. Like and subscribe. Say yens. Happy New Year. See yens.